All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Pal E Podcast. We are back and ready to fill your ears with joy, laughter, and some other, um, I don't know, some knowledge, maybe. Yeah, we, hopefully. Hopefully knowledge. Probably. Yeah. Not. We'll work on that one. Yeah, I don't know much today we're, that we're I not, knew two weeks ago, so. We're not qualified, and I don't remember filing for any sort of license. Right? Yeah, yeah, I didn't get a license to kill, but I got a license to thrill. I'm here <laughs> yeah, to that, that is right. Comedy, yeah. comedy, comedy. Yeah, funny jokes and laughter. He's my pally. More than a buddy, more than a friend. He's my pally. More than a pal, he's more next to kin. On him, I can always depend. He's my pally. Pally, he's my pally, he's my pally. Mask off, fucking mask off, mask off, fucking mask off. Yeah. Oh shit. I don't feel comfortable. Can we? Yeah. We put it back on. Yeah, we got to. Actually, I saw something from the governor earlier, and it's really fucked up because we were we're literally like in week two of podcast being allowed to go back to 100% capacity. Yeah, no. And now we find out about the mass thing. So. I know we're at 50% capacity and that's why we don't put out any content cuz without nope. one pally one pally can't sustain. Yeah, yeah you can't do yeah, 50% that's not yeah, going to work. Not yeah. in this not in this economy. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you that guy. Yeah, yeah, not in this economy. You need to have two pallies to have a pally podcast because I mean, I mean the whole the basic... whole point of the word and the the principle behind what we're yeah. doing here is friendship and laughter. Well, you know what? We probably set ourselves up for failure, though, though, because we did label it the Pally Podcast, singular. Yeah. We should have done the Pally's Podcast. Yeah, but then we would have had the whole conundrum of, are we going to do apostrophe S? Are we going to do IES? Which Dude, I don't like I IES. Don't, don't confuse me mm, with the facts. Yeah. That's like the most annoying thing. Yeah. It's when people roll up in here with all the facts in order, yeah. and then they accuse me of being an idiot. Try to tell me about English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where the apostrophe goes. I got kicked out of Honors English several times. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm a proud representative of the former Honors English Club. Yeah, uh, well, that's only because you kept standing up on the desk and saying, Oh, Captain, my Captain. And you're like, Get the fuck out of here. It's not the only play you've seen. <laughs> it's not even a play that's a movie. Or was it a play? I don't know, man. No, it was I a feel, movie. I feel like, but it was it not like a, a play on a play. Uh, Check your theater. Home, yeah. Check. If we can get get some people out there uh, to check theaters, our theater. Nah, theaters are still closed. You're if have we to could wait. get some people that went to theaters before the lockdown yeah. and they want to verify, that would be amazing. Yeah, that would be much appreciated. If you still have access to the internet, although they have reduced capacity on the internet as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, it's at 50% in Texas. Yeah, so you I have don't to put your mask on when you sign in. Yeah, I think actually check your temperature before you use your computer <laughs> in California. So. Yeah, your forward-facing camera on your laptop immediately scans your forehead and it's like, <laughs> you are warm. <laughs> <laughs> Take your ass on, boy. So, oh yeah, but... All right, guys, so for those of you that tuned into last week's episode and participated in our Pally giveaway, 
this weekend, Ryan will be working on getting those out because I took myself out of that, which is really fucked up that I did that. Well, because I had a great opportunity there to step up with you, and I I declined. Yeah, you openly declined I in the episode and put it put the whole responsibility on me, which I completely embraced. You know, I love our our listeners more than you as as they've grown to well, to bad. know about me. I mean, um, but yes, I guys, I am working. Those of you that um, did. Um, participate in the BLM comments on social media and uh, we're interested in getting something in the mail. I'm working on that something right now. It's very personal, very yep. near and dear to the podcast and particularly in my heart, much less John's, uh, more yeah. so mine. Yeah, I've, um, I've tried to throw some ideas his way. He's respectfully declined it and I have to respect that because I declined his initial offer. Yes. So that's on me. That's yes. something that I have to reckon with and something that I have to look in the mirror and acknowledge myself. Yeah. So it is one of those things. It's a growth thing for everybody involved. True, true. Yeah, and no partnership truly blossoms until you get to the point where you're just shutting down the other person's idea oh, out yeah. of spite. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows every successful partnership works when one person does way more work than the other. <laughs> <laughs> and it works great. And there's no resentment that builds up. And it's just phenomenal. So I think that things are going good yeah. between me and you. Yeah, I mean, things look at Scotty Pippen and Charles Barkley. <laughs> I mean, their relationship's doing great as oh, we all saw in the uh, in the documentary so oh, yeah yeah things, things are great between those guys and i really can't blame them yeah charles fat butt really put in the work that got scotty's respect so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so what we want to do now what uh, i'm gonna see we'll find out right now if john's interested in, in going in on this i'm on board okay. i don't even have to hear it i'm on board okay so we're going even bigger this time guys we want to do for the first three people that share this episode on social media and this could be your instagram story facebook your i don't know anywhere i don't care linkedin you share it got some people on linkedin i think yeah we got a a linkedin cult following really no okay well (laughs) i'm disappointed but i'm still excited and i want people to share this episode on any type of social media i'll reiterate it in writing but if you are to share it, you're one of the first three to do it, then I'm going to send you a t-shirt, a Pally Podcast t-shirt. You may or may not get to pick the size, um, but... Limited supplies. Yeah, very limited supplies. I've got like three shirts. I'm so on board with this idea. Yeah. I'm so for I'm not going to tell you the sizes either because I'm worried if I tell you the sizes, you may not share. But I've got three shirts, Pally Podcast shirts, and that this, I want you to rep the brand. This sounds like a, a fantastic gamble. If there's ever been a gamble that could... They could pay off the most. This is the one. Yeah. This is for sure the one. Absolutely. And so all you got to do is get a little share going, and then you get a super awesome shirt that may or may not fit, but you probably know other people that it could fit if that's what it comes down to. Exactly. And if we hit the notoriety and fame that I anticipate for the two of us, they're probably just going to get this framed like a, like a sports jersey. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. We'll yeah. sign it, too. Oh, we'll sign the shirt. We'll, we'll sign the shirt. There oh, you go. Oh, my gosh. We're going to sign your gonna shirt. That's going to be worth, I mean, I'm thinking double digits in the next 10 years. Yeah, I'm agreeing because the shirt is already worth double digits. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so absolutely. It, it, it's really, it can't depreciate. Well, yeah, it, unless like we a, sign it, it it's then like, it'll depreciate. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really like a savings account, yeah. Ryan, in, in, in that it will, uh, depending on how things are going, you know, it could go up. It's not going to go up a lot. It's yeah. going to take several years, and right. you're literally going to have to get thousands of shirts 
to get any sort of boost on on your value. Right. But you right. do bring up a great point that perhaps you should actually get it on the secondary market. Perhaps yeah. you should reach out to somebody that won the shirt yeah. and then buy it from them for cheaper. Yes. And so at that point, though, then you hold on to it. It may increase in value yeah. again to almost be worth what it was when we took it from time. I hope the listeners online. are writing this down. This guy's got some economic thoughts that are really I'm, changing the game in the, in the shirt-sharing game. Right. I own several shares of stocks. <laughs> you I, do. Uh, <laughs> you do. So the market has got me all sorts of... Uh, but uh, anyways, so here's the deal, man. Uh, I don't know about you, but I am pretty freaking excited about the NBA returning. I saw yes. that I think their official restart date is like July. It was either the 28th or the 30th. Yeah, like so we got about a month. Day. We got about a month away until we get sports back in our lives. Which is going to be What about baseball? Amazing. When's baseball coming back? I think baseball will be back right around the same time as well. Ooh. And so for baseball, really for, for baseball, I think more so, of course, in the NBA, it's going to be easier for them to, in my opinion, for them to come back and for them to not have to, I mean, they're obviously going to be doing extensive testing and all that kind of shit, I'm sure, sure. but they're not going to have almost any contact other than literally, like, if you're on base and somebody's right next to you, but yeah. you're outdoors, you know, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. That's going to be awesome as yeah. far as, like, uh, having a low risk of people getting sick and that I kind know. of shit. I wonder if people in baseball, like, because it is almost a non-contact sport. I wonder if, like... The minimal contact is going to be reduced as well. Like people sliding for home or sliding on base, or they like, uh, I don't want to touch them though. I yeah. guess that just depends on the guy. But I feel like for baseball sure. players, like those guys, grew up eating dirt. They don't oh, care. Yeah, dude, they they'll be like, I'll slide for home. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, they're literally grabbing dirt and jamming it in their jaw. Yeah, they know? dip like, it. They yeah, dip dirt. Absolutely. Yeah, they'll get some Copenhagen. They'll rub it on the ground and slap it in. Yeah, until they got so lip. tough and strong and they hit those homers. That's why they got all those cool bats, too. That's why they can use wood bats, yeah. and they don't need a metal bat to go yard. Yeah. So I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, but I am excited about basketball big time. I find it very interesting, the the stance of uh, a lot of players, like the NBA Players Coalition, yeah. which has been primarily led by um, Kyrie Irving, which is to be expected. Kyrie Irving, for like people that don't know, he was LeBron's uh, son uh, on the <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers that's, when they won right. the championship. That's right. He got sunned by LeBron several times. He's a he's a fantastic basketball player, but he also yeah. perpetuated the idea that the world was flat. Which, yeah. which I mean, I don't know, hilariously inaccurate. Yeah, but, for a split second, he had me believing it. I was like, he's such a great athlete, though. He's got to be the smartest guy in the world. Oh yeah, I mean, total genius. You know, yeah. basketball, science, it's all right there. It's yeah, all right exactly. Next to each other, exactly. You know? It's like okay, PhD yeah. in physics. Basketball yeah. player. You can hoop. Jason. Yeah, you can hoop. You can give me financial advice. Absolutely. Yeah, I believe yeah. that. Or you can you can do anything. But anyways, Kyrie Irving, to be expected that he's going to have very strong opinions on whether or whether or not players should be comfortable going back. And, like, the, the system they set up, I don't know the, the whole logistics of what they have going down in, in Disney at Florida. I know that they're going to have players quarantine, and then it's kind of like once you're there, you have to stay there oh, yeah. situation. Um, which a lot of players were against. But one thing I heard recently, which was a very good point that I didn't really think about, is a lot of players would probably be afraid to like voice their true opinions and would just kind of like bandwagon on the opinions of their teammates. Like, oh, yeah. like if Kyrie didn't say that he didn't want to go, 
then if he said the opposite and said, like, I think we should all go. If the best player on your team says, we should all go, like, let's do this, guys. Yeah. You know, it's going to be really tough for, like, your eighth seed or eighth player. I don't know. Like, yeah. Your right. eighth and ninth guy on the team, whatever. Your bench players, your role players to be like, I don't feel comfortable, LeBron and Kyrie. Yeah, like, absolutely. Fuck, Craig, like. Are you trying to get paid, or are you trying to stay home? For sure, and even on the, uh, and you're 100 percent right, especially too, because I'm I'm sure there are a lot of younger guys as well that are trying to make a name for themselves in the NBA. Also, oh, sure. that maybe you know maybe they don't have uh, a family quite yet, and that kind of stuff, and kids are and aren't really too worried about it, right. but they're not making Kyrie money where right. they're going to have sh- uh, your shoe deal paying off. And your ads or whatever, all the other kind of extra right. stuff. Yeah, they don't it's have gonna pay addition- off whether or not the NBA is running. Yeah, they and don't so, have additional income. No, they do get paid by the game, which a lot of people don't know. Is the NBA players are play? They're paid to play. They're, yeah. they're paid for individual games, and they're paid over time. Yeah, they don't just get thirty million dollars at the beginning of every year, and it's no. like have a good season, yeah. see ya. Yeah. Like have a dunk. You might as well. Yeah, you can just dunk once and then you get to get the rest yeah. of it. This no, season's gonna I, be a real Michael Jordan, isn't it, buddy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. But I, I think that you're uh I mean you're hundred percent right in, in that respect. But uh, like I said, I, I think there's definitely gonna be some guys too that are maybe like, Hey man, like I really I feel like I need to play because I'm I'm I might be wasting my, my younger years here. Sure. And look like if you dude, if I had even the remote chance of anybody in my family getting really, really sick, I wouldn't fucking risk it. Right. But again, right. but if you're one of the younger guys, you're going to be going there solo and you're trying to grind and like learn about the game. Think about what a, a unique opportunity it would be because you may also be interacting, and I don't know all the logistics, but sure. you may be interacting with other players as well sure. from other teams, and you're only going to be around. It's only the potential to learn, in my opinion, like, right. for growth. It's basically like, just one big televised training camp where yeah. you're also, you know, getting paid, and it's somewhat like the real regular season, but you know, just in a way different setting. Oh yeah, I watched a, a boxing match the other day. Um, they had a, a boxing match. These two guys can't remember their names. I think they were like middleweights or something like that. But it was, you know, current. Like it was one of the first boxing matches to happen since everything. Um, since all the like social distancing but they had like um each guy from the corner you know the trainer yeah yeah. all those guys wearing full-on face masks gloves the whole nine um everybody but the two participants but it was just so weird the idea that there was no one else there was it was it uh boxing or ufc no it was boxing okay yeah the ufc has been back as well and they've been doing the same thing where there's nobody in the audience there's nobody in the audience and they play they play it they don't funnel in uh crowd noise and that kind of stuff which is really unique and i was listening to uh uh, i think joe rogan was kind of talking about uh being a uh an announcer for one of those episodes yeah. and he really? was real Joe Rogan likes MMA never yeah know. yeah exactly <laughs> so but speaking to Joe Rogan okay so I'm really curious to know uh what your thoughts are and really everybody else out there what your thoughts on if you think it's too early for all this stuff to have been opened back up if you think with everything that's going on if we made the right move or the wrong move I think I mean honestly like if I'm gonna go with with the crowd here, I would say that it probably came back too soon because, like, what we were talking about pre-podcast, yeah. like, we were discussing this, is, like, 
everybody was just so ready. I forget the term Qu- you used. Quarantine fatigue. Yeah, quarantine fatigue. I feel yeah. like we all shared that same sentiment that we were all, you know, just tired of it. We were tired yeah. of being socially distant, isolated, tired, tired of jumping through the hoops. That we were so ready once they gave us an inch to, you know, 25% capacity at these restaurants, we were like, boom. Right. I'll show you twenty five. I'll raise you and give you a hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna come in there and I'm gonna I'm gonna stay for six hours with my mask off and have a couple drinks or, you know, chips and queso with my, my family. <laughs> I love them. I love them. I just had to get out of the house. Oh yeah. I and so I, I think we did rush into it, but we all did it. You know, for sure. like as a collective, it's not like just the government deciding that it was too. Or, I mean, like they made the decision for us to rush into it and it to be too soon. I think right. it's society you know didn't know how to handle it we had that fatigue like you you mentioned and yeah we just wanted to get out there so bad that uh, to our own detriment we're spreading the virus around just right. as quickly if not more quickly than it was you know months ago before oh, yeah. the stay-at-home orders well that that's the crazy thing is if you look at the u.s like on average like right now it's definitely trending way back uh where it's i don't think it's trending upwards I think that, uh, or I guess maybe maybe it is trending back up. What I've seen recently but is it, more trending upwards. Well, but, it, for sure, know, like here in, in your... yeah, and it's like for sure here in Texas, and if you look a, across the states, maybe now it's finally like as of this week trending back upwards. Yeah. But even then, if, as cases have r- r- risen in like uh, here in Texas, of course, and like Florida, California, sure. uh, other places that aren't the Northeast, uh, that that that. that those have all been trajecting upwards. Yeah, I'm getting my words confused here, but yeah. anyways, they've no, been all kind of down. yeah, exactly. Like the Northeast has been trending downwards, sure. And so, but oddly enough, like now it's like as a country, those cases overall are starting to go back up because that's been mm-hmm. the thing is the Northeast was hit so hard so fast right. that it was really high yeah. that everywhere else, when there were cases rising, it was decelerating so fast up there mm-hmm. because the outbreak was so bad right, that right. it. It's kind of deceptive, and then it's like, okay, well, cases are going down, deaths are going down. Now we're kind of going back up. But um, like you brought up, I, I do think that to an extent, it's a little too early. Yeah, uh, that we that we did it. But even then, we all played a role in that because obviously, like, uh, I mean, we got a little bit more casual about what we're doing. I mean, uh, granted, I I think of all the things to do. Like I, I've seen that going to the gym is kind of higher risk uh, of all the things to do. But at the same time. Like I, I've I've been going back to the gym, and my mindset is is like all of like the the mental stress relief and all that kind of stuff, and the physical, uh, all of that. I think too is like if I if I would have stayed home too long, that would be a really depressing thing because for me personally, that has been an outlet, like a major, right. very positive outlet. Yeah. Where it's like mentally and physically, all this kind of stuff. If I go too long without going, that's that can really kind of turn things around for me in a negative way. And I'm sure there are a lot of people that feel the oh, exact same way. Absolutely, so yeah. It's, yeah, we all it's a need weird some, balance. Yeah, we all need some kind of outlet. And for a lot of people, it is like that gym or going out for runs, those kind of things, like yeah. getting your exercise or just finding some kind of like social um, place to go where right. you can, you know be yourself and enjoy yourself so yeah yeah it's been difficult for sure but right. even you know you and i both work in um office spaces yeah you know we work in pretty close proximity to other people and i'm sure in your office it's the exact same as mine where there are a lot of varying opinions on 
oh, what yeah. we what we should be doing, how we should feel. I kind of uh, joked about today, like before we came back, we all kind of talked about like, oh, you know, as like the sales team, we all got together and we were like, oh, well, you know, check our temperatures individually before we come into the office. And, you know, if it makes everybody more comfortable, we'll, we'll uh, wear a mask or yeah. this and that. They set up dividers for us at work between our, our desks. We work in these big open desks, open seating kind of situation. They like set, uh, cubicles kind of, right? Yeah. Well, the dividers they set up, were they're like cubicle dividers, but they're like glass and frame. They're like okay. very modern dividers yeah. that they install in between. Because before, we just had a very large desk yeah, yeah. with three people on each side. So I sit um, with two other coworkers. We're now divided by those glass. But the glass is also soundproof. So if we want to have a conversation, we will roll our chairs past it and completely defeat the purpose of it. <laughs> yeah. So it, And some of us are comfortable with that and some of us aren't. Like We still have uh, a large group um, of people where I work who still haven't come back. And it's yeah. been weeks. I've been back for a few weeks now, and they are still not comfortable coming back to the office and joining us. And I don't blame them because, you know, each person has their own reasons and their own opinions about what's going on. Yeah. I personally, you know, like, I don't want to get the coronavirus, but at this point, I'm just like, you know what? Like, if I'm going to continue to live my life and not lose my mind then i can't live in fear of this thing right like, well and it also too can't let it control me for, for sure and there's there's so much that plays into that i certainly didn't mean to catch you off or anything like that man no, but, i was i was done yeah. i just wanted to yeah. i wanted to go real monotone and say i can't let it control me yeah. <laughs> dude <laughs> that's what but, i wanted to end on but for sure like I, and that's the thing as well as i don't blame you because with everything that is going on people like yourself like if you were to get sick and get it you go back and you it you know it's not like you're still at at uh, your your parents house or something like that where you would need to be worried about them getting sick sure. and that kind of stuff sure. so that's a big thing too where it's like yeah i mean obviously you don't want to get sick yeah. but as a as, as kind of like you're talking about as a society as well a lot of the people that are able to do that that are much lower risk you would think to an extent it's like okay well you know, as far as the fear goes and all this kind of stuff, uh, my risk is so much lower. I mean, especially in our age group, like uh, it's sure. it is significantly lower than a lot of other people, and it all depends, of course, if you got kids, if you're around your parents a lot, whatever it is. Obviously, you want to take more precautions, but yeah. But e- even then, I, and that's kind of why I wanted to bring up the topic about the business reopening. Is because I think it's pretty crazy, and you had pointed out to me before that next month Joe Rogan's doing a, a show like in Houston, right? Like yeah. in July. Yeah, yeah, he's going to so, be. I think it is in July or maybe even August. But yeah, he's still, to to my knowledge, that show is still on and still fully booked. Yeah. So he's going to have a, a large crowd out out in Houston. I don't know how they're going to make that happen, but I will say if he catches the coronavirus. And then ends up getting put away somewhere, quarantine. That officially will make us the number one podcast oh, uh, in the world. Yeah, <laughs> the number one podcast in Northeast Texas. <laughs> so, that'll be good, man. I think we already are. I don't think there are many podcasts out in this, Not uh, this corner this, of Americana in this area. Yeah, no, we're we're doing pretty good. Not in this not, economy. No, yeah, not bad for East Tarrant County. I'll take it, dude. I'll take it for sure. But um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I uh, if if anybody that gets 
Yeah. If anybody That's gets awesome. coronavirus uh, and the coronavirus needs to be worried, it's if if the coronavirus tries to fuck with Joe Rogan. Yeah. Literally, that's, like, one of the things. Like, I feel like Joe Rogan would actually, like, take coronavirus out, and it would be, like, some, uh, oh, man, what is that book we had to, we had to read in high school? Uh, it's, like, mm. The Most Dangerous Game or yes. something like that? Yes. Is that the name of it? Yes. It's, or is it The Most Dangerous Game? So, something like that. But I know what you're talking about. Yes, yes. where the man's hunted. Right. right. So and so, like, they hunt people. But he would hunt coronavirus. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, 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 he would literally, like, he would make coronavirus go on a field. I was going to say he'd put coronavirus into a plexiglass box and then pour live maggots on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, like, doing some crazy shit. And then like, go, you have to stay in there for three minutes if you want this money. Did and he, coronavirus he would, would just be like, oh, no. He would stock coronavirus for, like, four days in, in like, northeast Utah somewhere. <laughs> like, just stock it on his hands and knees, just ready to fucking take it out with a crossbow, dude. <laughs> like, he would... And he'd throw it on his Traeger grill. Yeah. That's what I love about Joe Rogan. He's the Traeger grill. Yeah. So. And he'd be stoned the whole time as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. But... Uh, uh, so okay, so another thing that I wanted to talk about as well sure. uh, is uh, what you thought about the King of Staten Island. I love it. I love that movie. Wow, real professional there, John. Yeah, sorry, I should yeah. turn on the old silence. Keep your phone on loud. Wow, keep not notified. during business hours. Yeah. That's my apologies. So it's also ahead. your pregnant wife, though. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so that's so just she's kind of super important. Yeah, so. I don't get why. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's fantastic. But uh, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I'm curious because so, I loved it. I loved it as well. Yeah, I, I mean, loved I, every bit of it. I've seen it two and a half times now. Because really? I yeah, I've put it on a few times just like in the background, and I'll just pop up to like my highlights. You know, whenever I'm like bored or I'm like reading or something yeah. weird, I'll put on a movie, but I'll read. Yeah, kind of like defeats the purpose. But well, no, I mean it's like a it's a, a background noise thing. I, yeah. I honestly used to put on the show How I Met Your Mother while I was uh, studying for exams and that kind of stuff, or studying for quizzes, yeah. which is actually probably why I was very unsuccessful for a long time. <laughs> but I tried to like carry that trend over. Yeah. And my problem is is that I have so much going on up top all the time that like I. I Honestly, yeah, probably very undiagnosed ADD or some shit. I think we both because, have a little bit of that peppered in. Dude, for sure, you know? because I literally have to listen to music full blast on my freaking uh, headphones just to be able to read sometimes. Oh, really? It's crazy. I have to do the opposite. I have to, like, shut my brain down so that I can read because my thoughts get a little loud. So it might just be we're, we're on the same... So, yeah, we're, yeah, we're in, in a there. similar play. Yeah. I always thought, though, talking about, like, putting something on in the background, like, I, well, not always thought, but I thought about it recently, and I was like, I've done that ever since I was, like, a kid. Like, uh, I would put on, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air at night and go to sleep to Fresh Prince. Like, I, I needed the TV to yeah. be on for me to fall asleep, and I think... Like, internally, like, deep down, I always did that because I wanted someone to be around, you know? Yeah, like, it's like... I think that's the, some real shit, man. Yeah, it's like the feeling of someone else being in the room with you, like, hearing other voices, you know? You don't feel alone, or maybe, like, you're, like, scared dude, of your own thoughts. I'm, I'm not gonna lie It's kind of right deep, now. right? Yeah, dude, that's so deep. Yeah, I mean, that's like deep. Mariana's Trench. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, like I hate the I cool, deep, deep stuff, but yeah. yeah, I know about geography. Yeah. And But for real, I mean, that's like... Holy shit. Yeah. That makes so much sense because 
I'd do that same thing. Right. Especially, like, let's say that, uh, like, in the past when, like, Kennedy's gone out of town or something like that. Yeah. I'll throw on a movie, put on a TV show, and I'll keep You'll that shit going. You'll have a movie on in every room. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, it's like one of those things. And, and damn, dude, mm-hmm. you got me all sorts of fucked up. I know. I was thinking about this. I've thought about it multiple times, but the other day I was doing that. I was at my apartment, and I was like... I was reading a book, and it was quiet. And then I was like, I'll put on a movie real quick. And then I knew I wasn't going to watch it. I put on Baby Mama, because it was on Netflix. And I was like, ha Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, great. Oh, my goodness. And then I put it on, and then I turned the volume way down, just to where all I could hear was like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, that, and then I felt better, internally. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's someone in the room with me. This oh, is yeah. nice. Absolutely. Weird. Anyways, we were talking about Joe Rogan, but yeah, Yeah. once he's out of the picture, thanks, Corona, we will be the number one podcast in America, not just Northeast Texas. And also, too, we were kind of, what we were getting at is you need to check out the King of Saturn Island. Oh, yes. Well. Oh, yeah. That's I'm backtracking. I'm backtracking way too far. Yeah. yeah. That's such a good movie. Honestly, it's surprisingly good. Uh, and it really, like like we had talked about before, mm-hmm. it really gave me a new respect for Pete Davidson. Because I don't, I, I, as far as his SNL stuff is concerned, you know, it's just not my style. Yeah. You know, who gives a shit? Like, right. it's just not my style. I feel whatever. like his whole, like, generation of SNL, it's not anybody's style no it is it's really different it's definitely yeah Mm -hmm. it it really can be yeah uh but honestly so another thing we wanted to talk about as well is bringing back the song of the week yes which we hilariously did for like one week yeah yeah it's hard to do a song of the week when you only do it one time yeah (laughs) eight weeks pass dude it's been like it's been like 14 or 15 weeks for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we we did discuss changing it up a little bit. So now it's not just a song that we enjoy that you probably won't look up because you're a busy person. It's just a song that you probably already know, but we're associating with this current week and what's oh, yeah. going on with this week and the world around us. We, oh, yeah. th- we felt as though this specific song kind of um, exemplifies what's happening oh, yeah, this absolutely. week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So the song that we chose for this week is Humble by Kendrick Lamar. Sit down. Be freaking humble. Yep. Okay, it's it literally is that simple. And honestly, I think it's one of those things that was such a de- like de- uh, divisive time and I and I hate to be to jump on that cuz it gets talked about so much about what a divisive time it is whatever. Sure. But honestly, I I I don't know what else to call it, right? I mean, yeah. it's it, that's like the only apt description. It's like a, it feels like a very divisive time. Yeah. So it's important to just like genuinely sit down, listen to other people, and really try to learn about what other people are going through and what's going on, and Absolutely. just like just soak it in, man. Yeah, sit so. down, realize Black Lives Matter, and just accept that. Yeah. Oh, uh, another thing. I don't, did we have this on the docket? I don't remember. We may have. Uh, I don't think we ever wrote it down. I wanted to talk about um, the Dixie Chicks. I heard about this today. Oh, shit. That's right. The Dixie Chicks, who we all know, kind of, and (laughs) remember from our childhood and maybe like an album from last year that someone brought up. I never listened to it. (laughs) They changed their name officially from the Dixie Chicks to just the Chicks. They're just the Chicks now. That's right. Yeah. Honestly, that's... uh, Here's the thing with, with everything that's going on. PC. It's a PC yeah. move. Yeah, it is kind of one of those uh, one of those things that, like, obviously, uh, I mean, it's their choice. I would certainly hope they're doing it for the right reasons, sure, and not like 
they're pandering. Like, yeah, they're pandering yeah, because to the masses. Because that's the and, thing. Is like it's there's a, a big lot of people, publicity move for sure. Right, and that's that's the thing that is kind of fucked up. Is I think that, that is happening a, a lot as well, and it's a weird balance. Like, a, it's like trying to figure out. Okay, obviously you want you want to do the right thing, and and you want to make it right what your, your actions have been before. Yeah. And so I hope that that's why they're doing it, and not yeah. just because of the pressure, because then that defeats the whole purpose. Yeah, because then. Like what are you, what are you teaching? It's like you can take advantage of certain people, uh, you know, if you're not if you don't have the right motive. Sure, you know, so sure. I would exactly. hope that it's or like, just right. an advantage of a situation like yeah. that. Yeah, like because uh, oh yeah, I'm with you guys. Also, check out our new album. Yeah, we're the chicks. Like, like don't forget okay, chicks, chicks, chicks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because like I mean, obviously, maybe they have. I, I've never been on the other side of it where uh, like where personally where I felt victimized by that or anything like that so sure my opinion is is definitely exactly. not one that should be the know, way we feel about it is, is not, not the way yeah, not right. the way people but, should also feel about it no no definitely not um but again that's kind of why it's like okay i hope they're doing it for the right reasons because it's like you might as well not do it then if you're not doing it for the right reasons because that's just dumb like that's just kind of that defeats the whole purpose because you want to have like the honest and open conversations and all that kind of shit. Exactly. And honestly, like uh, I'm glad you brought that up because that just like reminded me of like with everything that's going on, like what kind of person, like what kind of person we all want to be after this, right? Yeah. Like what kind of goals we have for ourselves, sure. Like personally and professionally. Shout out to uh, Ryan Winslow, and uh, <laughs> like so what we want to do long term you know like for our our personal health and and for professionally and it's like dude it's just so fascinating because it really like forces you to to take a step back and look in the mirror and and think about all the shit you've done throughout your life and like times where you could have stepped up for somebody that when you didn't and also too in that respect it's not being so hard on yourself that you're like, oh, I didn't step up for this person at this point. But remembering, there were times that you did. Right. And so you can't necessarily, and uh, you you definitely can't go back and change anything. That's very specific. Was there a time that you're specifically thinking of? Where I'm you thinking let... about several times. That's that's my problem, though. Okay. It's like, which I think a lot of people do. Like and it's not, about, it, it's not just about, it's not just about necessarily, too, just the, the Black Lives Matter thing. This whole uh, situation is really kind of like, forced uh, everybody at times to slow down and look at the way they treated people throughout their life like in my opinion it's it, that's how it's done for me where it's like okay what kind of person do i want to be sure. after this and so it's like i i want to just be a more honest person i want to stop uh, I, I feel like I've, as far as the pandering thing is concerned i feel like i've spent so much of my time uh throughout my life trying so hard to like cater to other people's needs when I should have like been more aware of like, they don't need me to be a certain kind of person. Right. Or just agreeing just to avoid confrontation. That's the big kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely, man. I I think that's definitely something that I, I personally want to work on. And I don't know if you've got anything as well. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I've done a lot of that as well where I'll pander and just say, Oh yeah, you, you make some great points. I hear great points over here too. Yeah, yeah. Just riding <laughs> keep, that fence. Yeah, keep you know? your points going, guys. I'm here for it. Yeah. Not trying to to you know. I don't want to draw a line in the sand, you know, because yeah. I don't want to start that fight. Just because it's easier to be a fence rider, but yeah, it's true. The, the time for fence riding is over. We all have to to make up our minds. But I actually heard something recently that's kind of along the lines of what we're talking about, and it's um, it was really um cool to hear. It was um, 
what really truly defines a person is their ability to give and receive love. And I thought that was so important to hear because it's so simple, you know, yeah, like yeah. your ability to give and receive love is like what should truly define who you are. Yeah. You know, this is the most important thing we can do and we can share for as sure. human beings is love. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, that's, yeah, yeah that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, if John you... Legend whispered that in my ear last yeah. Yeah. Oh, I said John Legend. Lennon. <laughs> John Legend would be nice yeah. too. He is a great yeah, John Legend. Yeah, so. John Legend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, both but, great artists. Yeah, I mean, honestly, man, I, I think that um, that's one of the uh, the one of the things I'm really glad that Kennedy made me do is I thought it was kind of like silly at the time was like having me take a love language test. Uh, Wait, but I've honestly, that's well. a, that's not really a really good way to really understand yourself. For sure. And as like cheesy as it may seem, whatever, like, oh, this is fucking dumb. It really uh, tells you a lot about how you, how you really do receive love. Sure. And, and, and in a lot of ways too, we really kind of, uh, give love the way that we prefer to receive it, right? Mm -hmm. So the things that work best on us, a lot of times we'll try to do that to somebody else. And like, it, it's it's really unique. It's like trying to understand that is like, is the intention behind, um, yeah, how you like receive the love or, or give the love because sure. you may have to alter it for your significant other or that exactly. kind of shit. Like just because... You know, one of my big things is like physical touch, right? Yeah. Same. And so, like, that's not that's not her uh, specific, you know, type of love, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, just because it's mine doesn't mean I need to like take offense or like feel like that's the only way I can convey love. And so right. it's like getting to figure out how that works for her and all that kind of stuff. Right. And right. So, yeah. But it's important to. Really, kind of, you know, obviously, and in any facet, I'm kind of going way too much in depth on just that specific example. But giving love, you know, expressing love to other people, no matter you know who they are, even if they're, you know, people that you hardly know, just being genuine and caring is really, yeah, kind of absolutely very important. You know, yeah, I agree. And lately, like one of the things I've been like telling myself a lot lately is like just treat everybody like family. Like yeah. treat everyone like family. Like, no matter who they are, like, I bump into, like, all kinds of people when I go out to the trail or, you know, just anywhere I go, you know, and you see people from all walks of life. People wear, like, plexiglass, complete face masks, cover their faces. Yeah. And, like, I'll still, like, try and make eye contact with them. I don't want them to feel, like, weird for, you know, wanting to be more protective of their bodies or whatever. Yeah. Like, I want to respect you and, like, I think whatever that's your thing yeah like I, your family whatever like until you fuck me over <laughs> and then you're not family you're out of my family yeah i'm out of here but dude, I, honestly uh, you know and i hate to, to kiss your ass on air and all that kind of stuff but that's one thing i i just i love about you man for oh, real it's it. like it's like how much you do make an effort to like genuinely connect with people no matter what no matter the setting it's always uh, a little something like that. And it's a really special thing to have. It's like, especially in a time like this where it can feel so uh, final, you know, with everything that's going on, it sure. just feels like, fuck, man, it just, is it going to get better? And right. so still taking the time to like say hello, to give people a nod, to make the eye contact. It's yeah. a big deal Absolutely. because like it may not seem like a big deal to some people, 
But there might be be somebody that feels very alone that was running on that path, and then you acknowledge them, and that just meant the world to them. And you'll never know, right. but it's like, why not? Because right. you're never... I feel like the positives there would only outweigh the negatives by a fucking mile. Definitely. And, I mean, I've been that person. Like, yeah. maybe not specifically on that path, but, like, I've been that person where, like, having a terrible day, I'm, like, going through some stuff, you know, and then, like, one person says something nice to me or, like, talks to me for five minutes, and I'm like, wow, that helped a lot. Oh, like, yeah. I, that's all I needed. I didn't know I needed that or that I wanted that, and that's great. So if I could give that to anybody else, like, oh, 10 out of 10 going to oh, yeah. share that and spread the love. Absolutely. But, but yeah, that's definitely so um keep that in mind guys. Go out there, be freaking be nice, man. Yeah. Yeah. Show oh, some and love. And you can also find out what your love language is. There's you just google this. You just Yeah, just google it. Five love out. languages, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah some shit like that. Yeah, but, some shit like that. So, anyways, guys, we're going wrapping up here. One thing that we did want to bring up that we're going to try to do more going forward with the show is we want to have on more guests. We had on Ryan's dad, mm-hmm. uh, which was an, an awesome episode. We got a lot of really great feedback there. Yeah. That it was a, a good interview. It was fun. It was kind of you know it was, it was great to switch it up. And um, we'd been holding on to that episode for a while. Yeah. And I think if it. we would have like probably you know like because we were kind of trying to find the right time to to get it out there and that kind of stuff. And, and sure. long story short, people really enjoyed it. Yeah. So going forward. We're going to be making a huge effort to start start to do more of that yeah. and try to find people. And we may be doing some uh, some Zoom calls, that kind of stuff, depending on how people are feeling about being person-to-person, things right. like it that. It won't work with the individual on that yeah. kind of stuff, depending on your comfort, uh, your comfortability, yeah. <laughs> your comfort level in general oh. as far as coronavirus and, you know, being socially distant. Oh, yeah. If, uh, if it take, uh, takes some masks or... You know, a divider, some gloves, that kind of thing to be in person, or if you prefer Zoom. Yeah. Well, we, and also too, we we're Zoom. very good outdoor shouters, I would say. So that's if true. we need we to do an outdoor, we can like do be, be far apart and that's you know, true. have a good, good, you know, good talk. There. We could easily do that. We so. could easily do that. But what we'd really um, appreciate from all of our listeners is we're actively scouting for people that we can interview and. Um, and just get to know. We oh, just yeah. want to get to know people learn and, new and stuff. Yeah, and learn things exactly. So, um, if you know anybody interesting, like if your um, second cousin is on parole right now, but he's you know really turned his life around, send us his contact. Does he want to be interviewed? Yeah, absolutely. Does I he mean, like this kind of stuff? I mean, that, like genuinely too. You know, it sounds sounds a little silly, but I mean that would be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that's like the whole point is is we want to give you guys something to really get like new perspectives on stuff and to really kind of just learn learn something new and uh, one of the big things that we wanted to do from the get go is like we wanted to like with this whole thing is make the world a better place and what better way to do that than to meet new people make new connections learn new stuff and get to share that with everybody else exactly you know, that's like the coolest thing so yeah. that's definitely something that we're going to work on uh, more going forward and Uh, We hope you guys uh, had a great week. Hope you guys are having an awesome week. And we love you all. Thank you so much for all the support, guys. It sincerely means a lot. And we will catch you on the flippity flip. Thanks, guys. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Send uh, your second cousin's contact info. We'll talk to you. Mask on.